What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Thank you so much again for tuning back in one more time with us. Hey, we're going to do part three here of our breakdown of the AC football season here once again with Dan Siegel here from AC Content. Uh, so again, if you haven't checked out parts one, two, make sure to go and give those a check as well as, um, and then also to just a reminder again, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Again, it's really, uh, it's free to do and really helps support us in the channel. And also to make sure that you're actually notified whenever we release new content and uh, go check out all of our great state content. Give us a follow tough talk now on Twitter, Instagram and, uh, and give this video a like as well. So jumping right back in here. So we left off here with Pitt. And uh, again, I mean, I think Pitt, you know, they, 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 they were predicted eight and four, four and four in the conference and did 11 and two and seven and one in the conference. So I think for all of us, this is going to be a pretty easy grade, but Dan, I'll let you announce to the world what grade we're all going to give them. A plus. I think, hey. I think it's pretty obvious, right? They've been mediocre for so long, mediocre to slightly mm-hmm. above average. I think since like 2000, 11 or something they every single season won between five and seven games or maybe mm-hmm. five and eight games but it was just yeah. some insane level of consistent mediocrity and now they finally mm-hmm. just kenny pickett becomes a heisman level contender wide receivers mm-hmm. take a huge step defense improves throughout the season yeah i think it's a pretty obvious choice there a plus a plus making i had a plus and the more i think about it, i actually feel like giving them an a and the reason why gotta be. <laughs> is they were so close to Don't. even greater of a season. It, it, they oh, they lost to Western Michigan early, and they had those things. That's the only reason. I mean, to me, it's A. They won the AC championship. It feels like, who cares? I just, to me, it's like, they, like That's true. they could have been a playoff team. And um, they, Borderline. You don't think Borderline. they would have been a playoff team? I, Let's pull, let, hold on, I'm going to pull it up again. That. They would if they had beaten Western Michigan, they lost by three points. And if they had beaten Miami, they lost by four points. You don't think they would be yeah. 13 and 0? They would be an eight playoff team. Even even with even with the Maybe. loss to Miami, I think they'd still be. Yeah, if they were 13 and 0, definitely. So I, I think, think even if with, without the loss to yeah. Western Michigan, yeah. I mean, my, yeah. that, that's they my thing. Like, the they, 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 did win, they did win the uh, ACC championship. They took care of business. They did stumble on the way. There were points in the season. We kind of scratched our head at them. They got it done, mm-hmm. and they're going to play a great bowl game against Michigan State. Um, Kenny Pickett is a, was a Heisman finalist. Um, Jordan Addison is going to be on my fantasy uh, dynasty football team at some point. He's so good. He's consensus All-American, too. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. they did great. I do think there was yeah. like a little bit of error. You could say, man, what if for them? Like they, they did get sure. this and they can't, yeah. but they could have been like, man, all the way up there. And so I like, give them the A. They earn it. There's there. If anybody says they're less yeah. than A, they're crazy. But I get you yeah. guys looking at me like I'm crazy. I didn't give them an A plus, but no, that's Macon, my that makes still, sense. Making still my, my entire take. I had them at an A too, just because Ooh. that, that, that I mean that Western Michigan, it's like obviously they exceeded expectations tremendously, uh, but you know they were still expected to beat Western Michigan, and I think I do think at twelve and one, even with that loss to Miami, they at least would have been in the conversation for making the playoff. Now, obviously, if they were thirteen and zero, then they definitely would be in. But even at twelve and one, I think yeah. they still might have at least had. A I don't know. I mean, I just think thirteen and zero. How do you not? They would. They the would. Playoff. They would have been a top four team, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati. No, definitely. 
but they would have they would have probably gotten snubbed just like uh like like Texas A&M did last year but you yeah, know, anyway but yeah. but for me but for me yeah I mean I gave them an A plus just because then they I mean they won the AC title yeah. uh you know, it's, it's a pit team that that you know historically just like Dan was saying didn't have not not have a lot of hype to it obviously the two names two big names for Pitt of Aaron Donald and Larry Fitzgerald now have a, a third brother added to it and, and Kenny Pickett forever and ever. Um, so, uh, you know, definitely happy for them. And, you know, Pat Narduzzi has now solidified himself of being the head coach for at least another five, six, seven, seven years or so. You can't forget um, Dan Marino, was, too. Yeah, Dan Marino. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dan Marino. I forgot about that, too. No, they, yeah, the that's history, true. It's like recent history. It's those. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Right. yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, Dan Marino. Yes, for sure. Um, so now I got to jump right into Syracuse here. So obviously predicted start off, uh, go four and eight uh, and ended up being five and seven. So, you know, definitely I think this was a season that was a, a make or break year for Dino Babers. But I, I wouldn't really say that he made it or broke it. I think he just kind of yeah. like stayed right there. No, for whatever reason, it just seems like Syracuse is okay with being bad at football and just not completely being, yeah, just completely not embarrassing yourselves, being like respectably bad. Okay, we'll take it. Like that's literally what their program is like. It's like gave him a C. With that being said, like their expectations were low and they slightly exceeded their low expectations. The only reason they're so high even is because Sean Tucker is just so good and. Yeah. Their yeah. offensive line play has improved the last couple of years to allow for Sean Tucker to be good. Mm-hmm. They need a quarterback, and that's been the story ever since um, Dungey. Eric Dungey left and mm-hmm. departed. But, uh, yeah, just need a quarterback and horrible in-game coaching cost them of a couple of games that could have gotten them to a bowl. So mm-hmm. that's Syracuse, just to see. Yeah. Yeah, I have a C-. minus. Uh, same reasoning. Best one of the season, I think, was uh, Boston College late in the season, and then it was Liberty earlier on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, same reasons. I think it's one thing that's hilarious about them is you, you mentioned the comment earlier about they just seem like they're okay with being bad at football. Again, really sad because they have a lot of great history, like Ernie Davis and um, oh, who's, who's the Philadelphia Eagles, Donovan McNabb. Um, yep. But, um, you know, I you could tell – like the thing was, okay – uh, he uh was D- uh Dab uh what's the guy's name Dino Babers um, Dino Babers Dino saying Babers. you know orange is the new fast and that slogan he <laughs> he put out there and uh you would think after how many seasons he's been bad like the last three I mean he got paid remember he was ten he had a ten win season twenty eighteen and he's mm. he was smart to get that contract extension because he's not yeah. been good since then and no. They are on the end of that contract to a degree, I think, cleaning close to it, and they chose to keep him. And because he has too big of a buyout, I think it's like eighteen million they'd have to pay him. And wow, so it's like they just decided to keep him. And you would think yeah. Syracuse would be able Fair to enough. pay, but it's like if you did that, you kind of are taking a big hit to your program financially. So they're not mm-hmm. probably going to be good next year either. And if I were um, Sean Tucker, I'd be transferring. Yeah, sounds wow. harsh. I mean, but I would. I mean, look, look what look what Kenneth Walker just did. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't. They did. I mean, Syracuse did fire their offense coordinator, so maybe that's how they can how Dino convince Sean Tucker to stay. Say, hey, we'll get a new play caller in here if you stay. Um, yeah. I had him as a D plus. I mean, they were expected to be bad. They weren't great. 
Sean Tucker does mm-hmm. look promising. I, I don't think Schrader's terrible. He's, he's he can run the ball a little bit. I mean, he obviously is not the best passer, but I mean, he's a mobile quarterback. But I don't know. I still like it. Can't like Dan said. It's just like they're okay with just being bad. And the only the only slightly mediocre every now is like Des Dungy. That's the only development quarterback they can point to. Yeah, Eric Dungy for sure. Well, but but uh, my, Michael, I think you're very generous when you say a trader can kind of throw the football, dude. <laughs> That guy, he cannot throw the he football. He was throwing like, some ducks like the out there, that, man. The fact that the the fact that Virginia Tech gave up 236 yards passing and 174 yards rushing to Josh Schrader uh, is ridiculous. That was the uh, most on, perplexing on game of the part. season from a Syracuse but, standpoint. Like, but yeah, what? no, no, there's no. He just cannot throw the football. No. But yeah, I mean, I gave him a, I gave them a C minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they had some good wins over Liberty and and uh, you know, obviously a very impressive performance against Virginia Tech and then beating Boston College as well. That was impressive for you know. But you know, it, it just um, you know, which is kind of a again, they just kind of kept them borderline. So I still think heading into next season, Dino Babers is still on the hot seat. But oh, he's I mean, again, I, I think that I. I, I really do cheer for him because he is really a great I like guy. Him a lot. He is, you know, I mean, like, like, like you can't not love Dino Babers, uh, and I, I know players love him as well. So, mm-hmm. so my heart really does go out to him. I really do want him to do well, just not better than us. So, uh, all right. So now heading into Wake <laughs> Forest uh, here. So uh, obviously was predicted actually to go five and seven. But ended up being ten and three. So I think this was a team that absolutely blew out the expert predictions mm-hmm. for sure. So Dan, I'll, I'll let I'll, I'll let you start here. Yeah, I'm going A. Um, the only reason it's not A plus is because they kind of collapsed in the second half of the ACC championship game when they were right there and able to win. Definitely. But overall, you look at the body of work that they put together. They they're already at a disadvantage being such a tiny school and mm-hmm. having lack of resources like other schools in the conference have lack of resources, but that's kind of on them. Like Wake Forest is just naturally the way their school works. Yeah. That's how it's mm-hmm. going to be. And for Dave Clawson to do all that um, definitely deserves an A. I, I think a lot of credit to them, a lot of credit to their defense for holding it together and their receivers, even with Donovan green out, just the whole season, just being super explosive. A.T. Perry, great job for by him. I'd mm-hmm. definitely give them an A. Yep. Uh, I gave them an A to, I gave them an A as well. Um, blew out their expectations. Uh, had, uh, they, I mean, they had no defense, just like Virginia had no defense, but it didn't matter because they could score like crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that, that game mm-hmm. they had against Army, it was like 70 to 56. I think every time that each team touched the ball, they scored a touchdown. And um, yeah, pretty much. I, I will tell you what, man, this year, Wake Forest. You have to be lucky to a degree. There has to be some luck that goes your way to, I think, in any any sort of uh, championship run that a team has in any given year. Man, that UNC game they lost, the fact that they scheduled that five or six years ago and it happened to be this <laughs> one year with a non-conference game, so it didn't hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. How lucky That's, is yeah. that? So the they do that, odds. and then – so I heard someone make this point, and this is kind of crazy. You realize that if State had not beaten Clemson early in the season, Clemson would be – and Clemson yeah. had won against Wake Forest, Clemson would be playing for the championship. Yeah. Like, in yeah. order for Wake Forest to get to the championship, State beat Clemson. That's what we helped them get there. 
which is yeah. crazy. It's like yeah. that's true. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like that. You, you just send into say a thank you card for beating Clemson for you to go and get their well, degree jokingly. We also I mean, just, we also it, helped yeah. them by losing to them. So yeah, I mean they, they just had like <laughs> a, sure. some luck go their way, and they capitalized on it. Yeah, they capitalized yeah. on it, yeah. and I think that they just did a great job. I I would love to see um, Dave Clawson go somewhere else because man, you know he's good. He doesn't do anything that blows you away, but he is so fundamentally sound mm-hmm. and. Yep. Yes, um, they're, I don't know. It doesn't, and I think most of their guys come back next year too, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yep. I don't know how many, I have to go yep. back and look, but that's the other team. I think it would be like a, a discussion is NC state or wake forest or my, on the Atlantic side, the favorite again, you know, I think it's me discussion. They did a, they did a, had a great season. Yep. Michael, yeah. Yeah. I have them as an A too. I mean, Making summed it up pretty well. The only thing that really kept them from an A plus was, was I'd say that I, yeah, yeah, winning the whole thing, and then kind of that game against UNC where they yeah. really should have been. They really should have won that game too. They should have won that game. Yeah, yeah. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Yeah, for me, I, I gave them an A minus. Actually, I was a little bit tougher on them just because, first of all, I mean, I think it was one of the a live is kind of annoyance on my part because everybody, like, you know, when they started off going seven and zero to start seeing everybody was like, oh my gosh, are these guys going to go undefeated? No way. And it's like, okay, hold on. You played Old Dominion, Norfolk, Florida yeah. State, Virginia, Louisville, yeah, Syracuse, they played Army, Duke. They played nobody. You played nobody. Okay, so no um so uh so, so yeah I, but i mean again i mean there's no doubt sam hartman is i mean he's a great quarterback uh jacoy roberson at perry great wide receivers um i think unfortunately for state fans that dave clausen with his contract extension signing has proved that the theory that we had where maybe he just wants to stay in winston salem and you know just have a job for as long as he wants to i think is i think that pretty much solidified it you know like like if i i think that if, if he was interested in going anywhere else he wouldn't have cited he would have waited to you know see what the coaching carousel had to, had to offer he's I comfortable think he there it's like and they just built yeah, they, they just build a new facility are they going to can they just build one yeah a new indoor facility, thing, facility. Not, not, that's that, not an indoor facility but didn't they just build like a new or announce one yeah they a new for, facility yes. wake forest i think they did Something so, like so that. they're going they're investing and i've heard people say wake forest may have the most underrated facilities. Like they actually have very nice facilities. What I've heard. Um, they just, yeah, they just are wake forest and you like UK. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. So, but again, I mean, it's a, you know, so, so definitely hats off to Clawson for sure. Um, the, the slow delayed option still pisses me off to be honest. Um, but, uh, you know, Hey, it works, you know, and they Hold score a lot of five points, seconds. So hats off to them. Yeah, throw. hold it for five seconds, and then we're going to throw Joking. it. Yeah. All right. So now heading on to our last two here. So Virginia uh, predicted to go six and six, ended up six and six. So pretty much again ended up exactly where the experts thought. Uh, Dan, uh, what do you think? So they ended up 
exactly where the experts thought in terms of their final record. I don't think anybody expected their season to actually come into play the way that it actually did. I'm actually going to give them a C minus. It was the most bizarre season for sure. Just the way it happened. They had the really prolific offense and they wasted it so much because of how just non-existent their defense was. And um, Mm -hmm. just like there were a couple of um, doinks like missed field goals off the uprights away from being four and eight. There were also a couple of plays away from being eight and four, nine and three. So it's like, it's just, it's a very interesting way that they ended their season. And man, I think, they went down an entire fraction of a grade just because of that backwards pass to the offensive lineman against Virginia Tech. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, that one mm-hmm. play call changed their entire grade. <laughs> oh no! Yep, you're going down. You're, you're you don't deserve it. I I don't know why I was yeah. looking. I actually had him as a B plus going into this, and, I, and I'm worried. Talk about it. And I look back. I'm like, I'm an idiot. They don't deserve B B plus. <laughs> um, they uh, no. I said B minus, and I think it's because they were right there competing for a coastal, and yeah. um, they did. They, I mean, they they had some nice wins against Miami. They had a nice win against Illinois, who I don't think is great. Uh, they had a, that win that was really odd game where again Louisville choked, but they beat Louisville at on the road. But then they lose to mm-hmm. they lose to BYU, which is a really weird game near the end or middle of the season out there in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, they lose to Pittsburgh, although they played Pittsburgh hard. They yeah. lose. I think the biggest loss for them, to be honest with you, which is probably not too hard to recognize, their loss to Virginia Tech. I mean, mm-hmm. they should have beaten Virginia bad. Tech this year. And I'm my wife's a hookie, and I grew. I, I lived in Blacksburg for a while. I got a bunch of friends. Virginia Tech should have won, and they choked. They did not, and mm-hmm. um, Virginia Tech obviously had played nothing to lose because they, they Fuente didn't mm-hmm. coach that game. But yep. B, I would say B range, B minus is what I would give Virginia this year. Brandon Armstrong was the story mm-hmm. of their season. Yeah, for sure, positively, no doubt about it. Yeah. And yeah. as and as a side note, um, I really hope whatever um, the coach's name that just left um, Tony Elliott. No, the new the coach just no, left. No, no, uh, Bron- no. Bron- 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 whatever's Bron- going Bron- on, it sounds like it's a personal thing. I hope it works out. I don't know. They never said why yeah. he left the school. Yeah. Um, so hope whatever it is, I felt felt kind of bad because it seemed very it seemed like a personal thing. So hopefully everything's yeah. good there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had him. I had him as a B minus. I mean. Going into the second to last week of the season against Pitt, they still had a chance to win the Coastal. Even though they f- mm-hmm. finished 6-6, six and six, they were still right in it up until the end. Um, and obviously, Brandon Armstrong was just throwing the ball all over the place, even though they had no defense. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I had a B-minus. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys actually heard, but BYU actually uh, reported um, that after – the game against Virginia that actually their fields were really clean and that was because the defense sucked so much. Um, so, uh, uh, <laughs> Did they really say that. Yeah, absolutely. No, that, I totally just made oh, that up. That's, that's a nice, that's a nice, that'd be a funny tweet. You should have put that out there. Well, you do hear, you do hear those, yeah. those stories yeah. of like the opposing team leaving the locker room clean or whatever. And I thought that's maybe I was like, because that, really? that was you where that's where, that's where, that's where Bronco Mendenhall came from. 
So score that game was sixty-two to forty-nine, I think, or something like that. Oh, the only sixty-six to forty-nine scoring was because Armstrong got hurt. It was a crazy. Yeah, game. that was the game he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. No, but again, I mean, just for me, I actually gave him a, a C. I mean, just again, just a bleh because I mean the offense was so good, but the defense was so bad. Um, but also, too, I would say even losing the BYU was definitely you know, uh, kind of a little bit of a stab because that was where Bronco Mendenhall came mm-hmm. from. So it's kind of like, you know, like you got to win that game because now it's kind of like BYU going, oh, you left us, huh? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, so, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, definitely also to losing to Virginia, the way, Virginia Tech the way they did. It's just like, so for me, it's almost basically a borderline C minus to C. So uh, got a couple more minutes here. So Virginia Tech, you know, obviously predicted 6-6, six, six, win 6-6. Six and six. Was so excited after beating Carolina, number ten team in the country, and then it pretty much went downhill from there. So, yeah, I could, I thought I could talk myself into a C minus, but I'm giving them a D plus. Um, yeah, that's kind of a thing, I guess, D plus. But uh, yeah, they just they're completely until they hired Brent Pry, which I think things are now trending back upward for them. But they got completely away from their identity that they had established for so many years under Beamer. And um, like their their defensive identity and their offense is just atrocious. Like Burmeister is not it, and they they scared away Hendon Hooker. Oh my gosh, who, that was criminal. He's so good. like criminal. I've been so high on the guy ever since I saw him take the field, and look what he's doing yeah. in Tennessee. I think he'll be a he's going he's coming back. He's going back to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. at least yeah. a day to pick for the. Mm-hmm. It's almost the as bad second, as classes from there. Yeah, but. That I'm giving them yeah. a D plus just because their program has gone so downhill. It, it needs a very necessary revamp. I think Pry could potentially do it, but he's got a lot of work to do. Indeed. Yeah, I had him. I had him can... as a C. They again, they were the epitome of average. They were four and four, um, and uh, four and four in conference and six and six overall. They were two and two on the road. They won two, lost two at home. They were won four games, lost three. Um, they, they, at the end of the day, really what mattered for them because they did not feel like they had a good season. Uh, the way, especially the way they, they, the way they lost to Syracuse, I think that was like the nail in the coffin for Fuente. Um, but Mm -hmm. them beating Virginia totally saved them for the, like the perception the fans have moving forward. And the recruits. Yeah. Gives them hope. Gives them hope. And I'm going to tell you right now, again, like I mentioned this in another previous episode we did. Speaking of people I know, Pry, I got a text from a guy as soon as he watched the conference, and I think he was there because he's been. Well, he said, "Dude, totally different guy. Like it's yeah. just culture." He said he he knew that he he's been around Fuente and like more like the personal side of life, just kind of seeing him around um, at like golf club or the kids doing golf classes kind of thing. He's like, he just. There, wherever he is, you see him in town on the press conferences, on TV. He's just not present. He was never present. He just seemed like he was just kind of not endearing the fan yeah. base. And Pry just initially press conference. He's gonna he's gonna be a. I think Pry's gonna be a players coach. He's gonna be a guy people want to play yeah. for personality wise. Fans are gonna love him. He was a former like grad student or assistant grad assistant for Beamer at Virginia Tech, so he knows. It. So they will they have something to move forward forward on and. As personally, I'm excited for them. I wish State played for Virginia Tech more often. I do next season, but uh, yeah, I would say the C grade this year uh, for them. Glad Fuente's gone for them. 
Yep. Yeah, Michael. I have um, I have um, uh, a D plus. I mean, if <laughs> Fuente was just so bad his last couple of years, it was hard hard to not give not give him an F even like in a season where they fire their coach. But I think like you know they they're still making a bowl. They beat Virginia, so those are I mean those are pretty positives that saved them from a completely terrible season. Um, and that was cool seeing. Um, well, who was their interim coach? What was his name? Price. JC Price. Yes. Yeah. JC Price. Yeah. On on the field after nothing to lose. Virginia. That was yeah. That was cool. So I think that saved them. So I, I give them a D plus. And that's I a, do like Brent Pry also as an as as their new yeah, hire. They're they're good. the NC State of Virginia. Uh, they're the same kind of people as the yeah. NC State people are. So I, I like them. So mm-hmm. I was the most critical of Virginia Tech. D minus. And let me tell you why. <laughs> so first of all. There are two gimme games in Richmond and Middle Tennessee. They won by an average of 16, 16 points in your gimme games of Middle Tennessee and Richmond. I mean, they literally scored 21 points against Richmond. And uh, yeah. and, then, and then West Virginia, they should have beaten West Virginia. They should have won that game. Like they were on, the, they were like pretty much like on like the three yard line, first and goal or something like that. And they should have won that oh, yeah, game. Yeah, forgot they, about that. And then, and then and then you made Ger- uh, Schrader at, at Syracuse look like a high, like a potential Heisman <laughs> finalist. You know, but uh, they did embarrass them. Sam Howell then, on opening night, and that's what mattered to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but uh, but again, also too, that was also when they had a, a, a crazy, a normal Virginia Tech environment. You know yep. to to yep, probably did. play into that a little bit as well but but also too again i mean just yeah i mean they just lost all their momentum i mean everything that like like you think about beamer and you think about oh my gosh like the michael vick years and just like that wasn't that long ago but holy smokes no. like you look at where it was then and where it is now it's like wow you lost everything so so yeah. for me i'm like it's it's just it's bad they have now. The everything there them, to succeed they just need a coach oh, they have Every resource and every support and everything. To, There's no to reason so, they yeah, can't be nine and, and three is, every year. Six and six is ridiculous. And again, UVA is, they shouldn't be close with UVA to be honest. If you look at the facilities, no, 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 this, no. In their institution, they shouldn't know. They, I mean, it, it makes sense that they've won sixteen of the last seventeen years. Yeah. Yeah. I said right, I said absolutely. they should be so, nine and three. I feel like eight. That's probably too high. Eight and four because they got to play other teams. But yeah, Virginia Tech just got sure. everything. They could they could want. They just need a coach. Yeah. So, so that being said, so we finally got this all wrapped up here and got through all the teams for sure. So Dan, I want to first of all thank you so much for joining us and going through all these guys. This is always a lot of fun to have you on to kind of you know dive into the ACC. You know, ever so often. Yeah, appreciate it. Had a lot of fun doing this. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, so so make sure again to give Dan AC content uh, at AC at AC content uh, a follow on Twitter for all of your ACC uh, sports analysis. Again, a great uh, Twitter handle to go and follow for sure. Um, so, uh, but with that being said, make sure again if you haven't already, make sure again hit that subscribe button so that we don't miss out on whenever we release new videos. And uh, also to make sure to give this video a like, check out all of our great today content. Give us a follow at Tuffy Talk now on Twitter or Instagram. But, hey, thank you all so much again for tuning in. And as always, go back, y'all.